Hi everyone, Daniel Ramsey here, the CEO of My Outdesk and the host of Scale the Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to having conversations that unlock the exact formula and strategies multi-million and billion dollar companies use to scale their business. You can visit me on our website at scalethepodcast.com or listen to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Hey everyone, Daniel Ramsey here with My Outdesk. I'm really excited because we have a special treat. Lori Ballin has agreed to do a webinar. Thank you so much for being here, Lori. My, my pleasure, thanks for having me. You know, it's crazy. Um, so My Outdesk is 11 years old. We've helped over 5,000 real estate clients. And this topic is really special to me because it's the one way a real estate agent or broker can actually exit the business, sell it. It's the thing that builds value for a real estate team. And that's why we've got the best of the best here today. Now, um, again, Daniel here, Lori, she's going to talk about blogging for commissions, which is cool. And we were just chatting a couple of seconds ago. And I'm like, do you live in the Sutherland area? And she, she laughed out loud. And we were having this great conversation because she's in Vegas. I don't know anything about Summerlin, but because she blogged about it for like a decade. Now, I knew the name of her neighborhood, which is hilarious. Um, so she's obviously an expert. She's spent a lot of time um, doing this. And we're just so excited to have you today here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My pleasure, it's an honor. Yeah, so if you're listening, real quick, we like these to be interactive. We're live on Facebook, so go ahead and just say hi to Lori. She's, she's here on video looking gorgeous. Um, so just say where you're from and uh, just maybe what you're excited to learn today so that we can focus on what would be the most value to you. Um, so, and if you stay, like what's cool is Lori's going to demystify SEO and show her strategy for ranking. She says she's the number two, number two real estate uh, website in Vegas, which is a big deal because as we all know, you know, Zillow's out there, realtor.com, it's huge. So she's gonna demystify that for everybody and we're gonna just dive in. So you're getting a lot of really good stuff. Looks like we've got Valerie here from Georgia. I like it. Um, but thanks, thanks guys for joining us. Lori, thanks again. Let's just dive in. Like, why is this important as a real estate team? Um, and why do people kind of acknowledge that you're the leader in this? Well, that, those are two questions. So why is it important? I think, um, I think content creation in general, I mean, I'm doing blogging and video and social media and all those things, but content creation in general is a way to, um, create brand awareness, brand recognition to show that you're the authority in an area. So whether or not you're doing it to rank on the search engines or you're doing it to share on social media, it definitely creates brand awareness and, and shows your authority. And that's probably the number one reason why I focus on it so much is that exact reason. It's, I mean, every time I get on camera, every time I write a blog, every time um, I put a social post out that has a specific training education factoid or something in it. It's once again, just reinforcing that I am the authority. That's why you knew I was in Summerlin. That's exactly the reason why I do it. It's yeah. branding, you know? So, um, and that's why it's important for anybody to do it. 
but it's it's hard and i mean it's not easy and you've been doing it for i don't know a, more than a decade so that's kind of the interesting thing like why is that um been a big factor in your success as, as a real estate broker agent you know it's interesting because I was a direct mail marketer for years and years, for decades, before the internet was here, I'm that old. Um, direct mail was everything, right? And so the concept was, how do I identify an audience? So either your audience is identified because they, they were built organically following you somehow, sphere of influence, friends and family, church members, whatever it is, or you set out and said, there's a demographic audience that I want to go target, and that's going to be my audience. Then it was figuring out what are their challenges? How do I help solve them? So let me create a product and a message that reaches that audience, right? And back then it was direct mail. So I would do letters, intro letters, flyers, all of those types of things, mail them out. And I knew from as early of an age as I could remember that telling a story attracts attention and telling a story, people start to relate to you, right? They either go the opposite direction and they're not for you anyway, or they start to like you and follow you and they're intrigued and they're curious and they're whatever. So I was doing this back then with letters and right. then we had email came out and now we're doing sales letters, right? And they're digital formats of the, of the letter we used to mail out. And then right. blogging came around and guess what blogging is? It's essentially the same thing. It's, it's, it's telling a story. It's writing a letter. We're just getting it so differently. So to me, I haven't changed anything except the platforms. You know, the way we get it out is a little bit different, but I still do the exact same thing on social media. I tell a story, exact same thing on video, tell a story, exact same thing on a blog, tell a story. Even if my story is how to know if you have bed bugs in your bedroom, which is a, a recent series that I'm doing right now, that's not fun, but it's still story, storytelling. And that's what people respond to. And why, I mean, that's a funny, I mean, why that? just so people in the audience know. I mean, obviously that's a very niche kind of thing. Like, why is that one of your stories? Well, okay, so for me, there's gonna be some things that, that are not going to be your average real estate agent. Um, mm -hmm. I started blogging for real estate by saying how to sell a house, how to buy a house, how to sell a house during a divorce, how to buy a house with a family member, staging, all of the traditional real estate stuff, right? right? And as I started getting traffic and learning what Google wants, I realized Google wanted more than that. So I got really into hyper-local marketing and proving I was a local um, specialist. Then my articles started becoming like how to patch up a hole in a wall and, you know, those types of things. Well, before I knew it, I had enough traffic to monetize the website and right. I put ads on my website. Well, bed bugs happens to be a high cost per click, high traffic item and I make money when somebody buys bed bug spray now off my website. So for me, it turned into something else over time and developed. So it still applies to a real estate website. Everybody wants to know about their home, their house. Yeah. Anything house and home applies when you're building a website. And if you look at what Zillow does and you look at realtor.com, they're just talking about their house. You know, everything from how to dispose of a Christmas tree to changing your air filters to what kind of appliances to buy, you know, 
how to clean, just all that everyday stuff. So I'm just kind of following that train of thought. And since now I can monetize it, I look up strategically, which is going to make, what's going to make me money. And believe it or not, bed bugs is one of them. <laughs> That's awesome. So you're making money from this, even outside of the real estate space. But what we're focused here on is commission for blogging. So break, I mean, what does that mean specifically to you and, and the Balin method and like what you, cause you help real estate agents across the country. You have some of our virtual assistants kind of in the background doing a lot of the work, which is why we're here together today. But why, why blogging for commissions and what, what, what are some of the things like, let's break that down. Cause that's really why everybody came here today. Yeah. Well, um, for me, seller, listings are um, driven by blog posts. Okay, so my listings come from agent to agent referrals and primarily from blog posts. We're not doing a lot of paid anything other than what our software costs and whatnot. So how it works exactly is this, and it, this was not an overnight thing. Everybody should understand that, that there's some time to build up the authority and get those rankings up. But how it works for me, one of my top performing blog posts is what are closing costs when selling a home in Las Vegas? So I wrote a blog and broke down everything that they need to know, title and escrow and commissions and yada, yada, and quickly climbed up the rankings. And I started getting all this traffic to that post. So I have software that shows me traffic and rankings. And then I figured out, okay, now I need to find out how do I, how do I get their information? So I toyed with a bunch of offers, you know, sellers, handbook and kits. And back when it was short sales, it was easy. Slam dunk. I, I took all the short sales. I ranked number one. We closed hundreds and hundreds, but equity was a little bit different. So I had to get, I had to keep testing and measuring until I found what it was. And I wound up putting a home valuation estimation tool, just a quick little button, find out what your home is worth instant valuation. And that was the trigger. That was it. So as soon as they fill that out, then my systems kick into play and we have text auto dialers and all this campaign stuff that chases them. And as soon as the person responds with any indication that they actually want to sell the house, now my agent kicks in and we go get the, we go get the listing. So my listings are directly coming from somebody Googling something that has to do with selling their house. They have a problem. They have a challenge. My blog provides the answer, the solution, um, testimonials, reviews, all of that, of course. And then that's how we get the listing. That's amazing. We've got Jeremy from uh, Keller Williams Realty, White Plains, New York. Say hello. Uh, and we've got Greg watching live on Facebook. Said great interview. Um, Hey everybody, Daniel Ramsey here, and I wanna tell you about an extraordinary offer to take action and start scaling your business right now. You know I get a lot of questions about how to grow your business, generate more revenue, and reduce expenses, and the answer is simple. It's My Outdesk Virtual Assistants. My Outdesk offers five-star virtual assistant services to thousands of business professionals across the United States and making our clients over $100 million in net revenue every year. Our customers absolutely love our virtual assistants, and I wanna give you the opportunity to learn exactly why. Simply text the word M-O-D, MOD, to 31996, and we're going to give you a free double my business strategy call 
where we work one-on-one -on -one with one of our business growth specialists to design an action strategy for growth and cost savings in your business. We're gonna give you over 20 growth and strategy guides, a market force personality indicator, an important business checklist, and hiring guides. My Outdesk admins can help manage your office, your sales, your marketing pipeline, and even help you lead generate and follow up. And during this call, you'll learn exactly how you can put them into your business right now. So again, text MOD to 31996 and get a free double my business strategy call right now and learn how my Outdesk can transform your business today. So this this is great because we're we're entering the new year. That's we were strategic about asking you to come and share because this is the one way you can actually buy listing leads. And it's really important that everybody understands we're talking about blogging for commission and we're going to break down how you figure out what to write about, what tools to use to make sure that you're doing it correctly and what the system should look like. So we're going to give away a bunch of free stuff. But before we jump into that, um, you know, what we do is we help people in the virtual assistant world. We help real estate teams. We've helped over 5,000 people grow their businesses. So right now, if you want more information, this is what's really cool. My Outdesk and Lori, we've decided to kind of share in helping people. This is the new year. We're, we're, we're looking for ways to get more listings. The market's kind of shifting. So if you go to myoutdesk.com slash Lori Ballin, is that it? Yep, Lori Ballin, there we go. And it's L-O-R-I-B-A-L-L-E-N. If you go there, we're gonna give you a way, a give away a bunch of free stuff. You're gonna get a consultation from both teams. We put it right here in the, in the notes and we promise we're gonna help, right, Lori? Absolutely. That's all we wanna do is help you guys grow. So that, that's really important. Um, so go to the website right now, schedule a free consultation we are going to help you grow your listing inventory. That's what this is about. That's all we're focused on. So Lori, how do you choose what to write about in a particular area? Okay, it's a great question. So let's break down seller specifically because this is the world that I've seen very few real estate agents actually get into and take seriously. And it's actually pretty easy when now that there's a map back in the day it was okay hold on we were talking about this nobody else does it you're you're one of the only people in in the country that kills at this why there's very few like we said and um i think because it part of it is because we live in a world of instant gratification and nobody wants to wait long enough to see the results come in they don't do the work they don't do the time and when I started doing internet marketing in 1992, when AOL said, you've got mail, um, uh, I had no clue. But I was willing to poke the box, test it, push it, whatever. And over time, now it's easier for me. Like, it is grueling when I start a new project. Like, right now, I'm doing Pinterest. And this is new to me. Pinterest is pretty new. But I think there's a huge SEO component to Pinterest that is untapped. So I went, okay, I need to go do this. Now, it's grueling right now because... I got to make all new boards. I got to do all new pins. I got to test it, whatever. But I know that if I do the work and I test it and stay with it, 
and not quit five minutes before the miracle happens, it's going to work. So part of it is that people just aren't willing to do the time. They want easy. They want to, you know, pay-per-click. Let me throw 500 bucks and see what happens. But that's the quickest way to put your money down the toilet too, because, right. you know, so that's part of it. And I'm going to say also that even though people are technologically savvy today, meaning especially the younger generation that's born with phones right. in their hands and whatnot, that doesn't mean that they get, SEO and analytics and numbers and all that. So they don't want to do it, but you don't have to know any of that to create content. None of it. You could leave all that to people like me and my company. You don't have to know what you have to do is create content. Right. And I don't know what your question was, but there's your answer to whatever. <laughs> I started no, going down another trail. I think it's good because what you said was we're setting the stage for if somebody wants to do this, it's a way to actually buy listings. Like, cause they're, you can't buy them. You can't go put $500 in the pay-per-click and get listings. It's just, it's a very difficult, long, tedious process to buy listings. But this is the shortest path to doing that, creating good content, putting websites out there, measuring and an analyzing like what's working and what's not working. And I asked the question so that somebody who's listening can say, well, this is how long it should take before I start getting results. So that was, that's really the question. How well, it depends. That question is loaded because it depends on the person. Now me, I can get up. I'm insane. I will get up and create 20 videos in one day. I can, I'll right. build a website in one day. I'll launch a new company overnight. That is not typical. So I tell everybody it depending on how well you follow the strategy and how much you don't cheat because everybody tries to cheat. Yeah. It's you could start seeing some bubbling stuff in about six months, but you're probably not going to start seeing a real return for a year. Uh. Again, it keeps going. It's a gift that keeps on giving afterwards. So this is why people don't stay with it because there's a time thing here for sure. It's, there's no, it's not like running a Facebook ad and bleep, 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 you get Joe Schmo lead come in. And that's what people are used to. So there's a map to get there. And as long as you follow the strategy to get there, um, and I'm not sure, did you ask me what that map is or that's coming? Well, later? we're going to go through it. Yeah. But here's, and in fact, one of our giveaways for anybody who does go to the website and request a consultation is basically your guide 16 you know topics to write about and something we're calling the repurpose um, thing so I I hate doing webinars where we're not giving more value because everybody who's listening right now is spending their time the only asset that you can't you can't get more of it's it, it's finite you know you know you and I we know that right yeah. uh, but I think you made a great point and it's really important I equate because again we've served 5,000 real estate companies and we've seen good ones and we've seen not so good ones. And we've seen people just leave the industry, right? Where you see it all. And the difference between somebody who's doing SEO and not, it, it's like renting versus buying your house. If you want a successful real estate practice, and we were talking about this, SEO, building a website, branding your company is like owning your own home versus going and paying Google or Facebook or one of the large listing to get buyers. Who wants buyers? Nobody. Nobody wants buyers. I want listings. So that's why this is important. And that's why you're here today sharing all this good value. Um, Paul Johnson said, we love everything I've heard. 
he's already signed up. <laughs> That's amazing, Paul. Thank, thanks for that. I, I, we, I love Paul already. He's my new best friend. Um, okay, Lori, so let's break it down for him. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. What has to happen to win in blogging? You already said pick topics. How do you do that? Okay, so first thing is not to pick a topic. First thing is to pick your strategy. So for everybody, it's going to be different. There's actually more ways to blog than you would realize. The old-fashioned sit down and grab a keyboard, just type everything out, isn't the only way to do blogging anymore. Right. So I tell everybody that, especially most real estate agents, real estate agents typically – are more vocal. They're more, they can tell you an answer, but they may not be able to sit down and type out the answer, right? Especially the real people people. That's me. So, okay. If you can get on video or you can do an audio, you can actually have your blog transcribed and that can become your blog post. Now there's in the, in the giveaway you're giving the repurposing the blog post, there's a strategy for how you want to have that optimized but you can have a virtual assistant optimize your blog post using my formula. Absolutely. It's not hard. So if I were talking to Jane Smith, the real estate agent, and Jane's a people person, and she, but she's never going to sit down at a typewriter, I'd say, Jane, when you get back from your listing appointment today, I want you to sit down and grab your phone and press the record button and say whatever question you were asked today. What, how does earnest money work? Do when somebody puts down an earnest money deposit, do I get that? Or when do I get that? Or whatever their question is. Right. You say the question and then you answer it. Then you have it transcribed. I pay 10 cents a minute to have it transcribed to a software company. And now you have a blog. And even if you do nothing else, you have an audio that can go on SoundCloud or on a podcast or on YouTube or whatever, it's embedded on your blog post and then you have a blog post and you're ahead of 90% of the other real estate agents in your market. Just that one thing. Just from doing that. Now, if you can get on video, even better because now you can throw that right on YouTube. It can also be an audio on SoundCloud or on podcast or whatever, have it transcribed. You can also hire out writers and there's all kinds of broker houses and writing houses. Now, I talk to people that say, oh, but I'm nervous about all that. You have choices. You can review it. You can send things back. You can pick your favorites. You can fire who you don't like. There's all kinds of options. You can pay more money for higher level if you want their language to be fancy. I don't care about fancy. I like it simple and to the point. And, yeah. um, and what I do now is I use... Um, some simple techniques to go on Google or in my software that tells me exactly what paragraphs need to be written in that blog. And I send that all to a ghostwriter. Okay. So bed bugs, perfect example. Let's go back to bed bugs. (laughs) I I didn't know what to write about bed bugs. So I went to Google and I typed in uh, something like just any question. How do I know if I have bed bugs? Right. And then Google opens this little people also ask box and if you click it, every one of those is a question they used to be oh. writing a paragraph about. There's what? no more, we don't have to guess anymore. Google tells us exactly what, does baking powder kill bed bugs is one of the top things that I rank for. I never even thought to, never would have thought to write that, but yes. Google, people are searching it. So I made that a paragraph heading and, sure. and I just send those all to the ghostwriter and then the ghostwriter knows what to write in each paragraph. Or right. if you are the expert, you record it on your phone you know, whatever about selling or buying your house. And then you just have a transcribe and each one of those becomes paragraph. 
and then you just go in there and clean them up. So it's, it's no longer hard to come up with topics. We don't have to guess anything anymore in this day and age. Well, I think I, I want to point out something that's beautiful is you're looking to solve people's problems. And I think most of our clients and agents out there, they write about themselves, which is a mistake. Nobody cares what Daniel does. Nobody wants to hear about Lori. If you're buying a home or selling a home, I'm sorry, Lori, nobody <laughs> wants to hear about you actually. Um, but if you're buying or selling a home, you, you have to think about what their problems or challenges or concerns or the opportunities that they're trying and you've got to get into their mind. And that's the biggest mistake we see on blog posts, right? I'm going to tell them why I'm the best. Don't do that. Answer their questions. Talk about their problems. How you solve somebody's problem. That's what people want. That's content that matters. What's piggybacking on that, what's interesting is you, there is a spot where you can bring your own um, talk about yourself, but it's, it's in the later phases, right? But right. you can do press releases or these little news snippets where you're saying, Lori Ballen just closed a home in Summerlin, Nevada in the gated community of such and such. It's a, it was a 55 plus community and here was Lori's biggest challenge in the process and here's how she solved it. Well, now you're tying that back into somebody that goes, oh, I had that problem too. Oh, right. okay, she sold that in, in four days for this percent much, but how or why? Why was, why was that a different situation than Joe Schmo Realtor or this one. You can still tie those things in, but you're right. The blog has to be about them, their problems, their challenges. And if you sit down and think about how to sell a house, there are the, the mistake real estate agents make is they buy or they create these canned how to stage a home, yeah. 10 tips to staging a home that everybody is putting out the same stuff. Now, I'm not saying that that's not good to still have a little library on your website of those types of articles, but they're not going to rank on the search engines. But if you write about how to sell a house when you have nine cats, that's going to appeal to people who have a lot of pets in their house. I know that sounds funny, but these are, these are real life challenges. How to sell a house, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, um, when you're a smoker right? What are true challenges that people have? Well, that article, you're going to talk about all the things it's going to take to clear the smell of smoke out of that home. And you're not criticizing that person. You're educating them. You're informing them. How do I do this? Because they know it's going to be a problem. They're not blind. They know it's going to be an issue and they want somebody to help them. And they don't want for the real estate agent to show up at their house to tell them they want to go dig their own research up first. Then when they find a specialist, now they contact you because you're already addressing their, their issue. You know, how to sell a house during a divorce. That's a huge one. How to sell a house during probate. How to sell a house when you owe more than it's worth. You know, there's just so much. How to sell a house in a flood zone. How to sell a house with power poles next by. How to, how to sell a house where there was a murder. These are all serious things that people search and every other real estate agent is doing 10 tips to stage your house. Like that's crap. That's not what they want. <laughs> well, you know why uh, it's sold is because there are these, these content creation houses that they can get 5,000 clients paying them a hundred or 200 or 500 bucks. And that's just not going to, you know, you need custom content that's specific to your market. that's specific to the problems that you solve and how you can actually help people with their dreams, goals, aspirations. That's the key. The best thing is 
it, as we roll into 2019, SEO is getting harder and harder and harder. And so most real estate agents give up. But what's cool about that it's getting harder and harder and harder is that people like us that do the work, that actually understand what is quality content for the user are rewarded. So it's actually a benefit to us that it's harder because less people get in, less people try, less people keep going. Everybody's giving up. I keep hearing SEO is dead, SEO is dead. Only to that person because they didn't understand how to pivot and what was required of us today. And there is a formula for success with this and you've got to be consistent and disciplined and purposeful and creating it right. It's not hard. It's consistency is, is, and, and specialty. Consistency and specialty is your key. Those are the two things in the strategy part. Okay, yeah. let's jump into what we talked a little bit about renting versus uh, owning your home, right? Your SEO, your your main website, renting versus owning. But I want to also, you know, point out the only way you can ever sell a business or build any assets is through a database. And you had some specific thoughts about why when you build this SEO funnel that drops into a database and then you're you're interacting, why that matters? Why does that matter? Well, SEO and lead generation is nothing without having a great follow-up system and a way to cultivate, cultivate those leads. And I did a poll not long ago asking real estate agents what their biggest challenge was. And I was shocked at how many said they don't have a database or they're not using it. A lot of people have gone out and bought the bells and whistles and they're just not using the database. And I was mentioning to you that this is something a virtual assistant actually can do yeah. is fill in the gaps and the holes. When you put somebody, you're a real estate agent, you're busy, you're running from one thing to the next. You should be able to grab that contact or it funnels in through your database from your SEO, throw it in there really quick. And then you're, your virtual assistant should pick up from there and put in their Facebook and their LinkedIn and their email and their whatever, add a tag, boom, everything's firing. They're getting texts. These listings that I get off of these blogs would never, ever happen if my database didn't pick up the second half That's and right. start doing the things that it needs to do. And um, I have had Faith, who's with your... I shouldn't have said her name because everybody's going to want her and she's mine. But I, I, one of the VAs with your company, she, she has always, she does other things now, but the database has always been hers to yep. make sure that she, she helps track. She tells us where the leads are coming from. She helps put them on their correct campaigns, send them home searches. So anything that our, our database doesn't do didn't didn't do automatically. She would come in and do, and right. that was one of my favorite uses of a virtual assistant. Always has been helping, having them help in the database because that is your gold mine. And I sold a company, by the way, for millions of dollars that I built in the night in the um sold it in the in the nineties, and it was because we sold the database. Now we had warehouses and trucks and catering equipment and all kinds of stuff that they also bought, but the database was the was the gold, and that's what they valued it on. Also, recent divorce, I had to get my um, businesses valued and the database came into play. What are, what are these repeat clients worth? Well, and, and that's what I, 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 I wanted to slow us down and just make sure, you know, if you're listening to this and like, I don't know if I can do it for a whole year. I'm not sure if I have the tools. I don't have the people. That's what we're talking about right now. We're setting the expectation. It's going to take years for this to really pay off but it's gonna be very valuable. Number two, you need leverage. You absolutely need somebody to make sure that these leads drop into a database because it's the one thing that as a real estate agent, 
you're actually building value. It, you, we don't have assets. We don't have inventory. We don't have a plant. We're a sales organization. And the database is the thing that is valuable. So if you're here right now and you don't have some of these pieces, we want to help. And it's really important to just jump on our website and, and get the help you need. I mean, I have, we have a database person that is a virtual professional for us and she's phenomenal. She helps hold our leads accountable. She helps hold our salespeople accountable. When a lead comes in, I want to know how fast we talk to them, right? I mean, Lori, this is a huge area of opportunity for real estate people. You're shaking your head. You're like, yep, I'm at. If you've been in real estate, the biggest challenge is getting your agents to follow up with the leads when they come in and you need help making sure that they're accountable. Right. I mean, you know this. We have, so I custom built software. I use Infusionsoft and, and my marketing company, are, we're actually um, Infusionsoft developers now, partners. And right. I built in a system exactly because of what you just said, because we could not get the leads enough. And I had 15 people on my team at one time. And we would round robin all the leads and I'll be darned if they still weren't calling within the few minute requirement. So we built in an auto dialing text email system so that no matter what happens right out of the gate, that lead is getting contacted. Then the VA comes in, what are the blanks? Where do we need to fill in? Whatever isn't automated or manual. And right. else, I personally believe that as real estate continues to shift, and, and I do believe we are in jeopardy, our industry, by what's happening. I've talked about it before. As this continues to shift and grows, and I think 2019, it's going to smack everybody in the face really hard. The people that are in their database are the ones that are going to survive what's about to happen with all these portals taking over and selling your house online. So there should be, I have a scoring system and my VA helps me with this. I have a scoring system. So if somebody buys a house for me and let's just say it's a $5,000 commission, they get a score of 5,000. If yeah. they refer me somebody else, whatever that commission amount was, gets added to their score. So at any time I know who my VIPs are, who are my top people that are referring me business because right. they should get loved on the most. Instead of just a birthday card, they're going to get brownies instead of a whatever, like these little touches that's your, your VA should be doing that, helping you every time you close a house, give them a score. What was the transaction? If they send you a referral, you know, um, I became one of the top referring partners in Las Vegas for that same thing. Every time a real estate agent would send me a referral, I'm in the database. We're yeah. sending them brownies. We're making a note. I'm assigning a score. I want to make sure I remember them on their birthday on Christmas or what, whatever it happens to be. And that's stuff that you 100% I've had a virtual assistant involved since we, since we found you anyway. <laughs> What's funny. Um, I, so I'm helping one of the top teams in the nation and we're looking at their marketing spend. Right. And they were spending some money on their database, but they were buying more leads than they were spending on their database. And this was a team that is like in the top 10. And I'm like, okay, so, and if you're listening right now and you're an agent, it doesn't matter where you are in this trajectory. What Lori just said is the secret sauce. And I see it time and time again, dripping love on the people who actually give you the business and actually refer you and then just being in touch with them on a regular basis, it's, it's a rocket ship when you do that. And instead of buying leads, give cool. people who help you 
like build a real business, give them value, figure out what they want and then give it to them. We've got a couple of questions and I couldn't, I couldn't, I mean, I'm looking at their Excel spreadsheet of all the leads they've generated and how much money they've spent on it. And I was like, Oh yeah. Millions, and that's the norm. That's of dollars on leads that suck yeah. versus what we're talking to about. To feed their buyer's agents or their seller's agents instead of, I get it, I know. And, yeah. Okay, so we've got a question from um, Suzanne. Um, is there a method or approach to reposting a blog post created by another author? That's a great question for you. Yeah, it's, it's Suzanne, it was, right? Good question. Actually, great question. Right. You want your content to be as original and unique as you possibly can. So you don't just want to create a website that's a bunch of respun content that you're just regurgitating what everybody else has already said. Right. However, there is a way to do it where you can use somebody's, uh, somebody's article and add, I would not ever paste their whole article. I would take excerpts and add your expert commentary. You know, so there's an article put out about the Las Vegas real estate market and about the housing, you know, maybe it's about the boom or about the short sale decline, whatever it happens to be. And I pull out excerpts of the article and go in and put this and say, you know, governor, mayor said such and such. And then I could put underneath as a real estate agent that has been specializing in the Las Vegas area since 2007, closing several hundred short sales, I would say the decline is most likely due to bop, 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 and here's what a seller today should be looking out for. But I'm gonna add 1,500 words. I'm gonna, I'm gonna deep dive on that. So I might write it, it's a great idea, write it, meaning they create, you know, a ride that wave that they created, but I'm going to put my own expert information and commentary and I'm never just going to take the easy way out and just smack somebody else's stuff. I'm going to go deep and then I'm showing why I'm the authority, why that matters to that person that's reading the blog. And you can kind of piggyback on maybe an article that is getting national attention and is in everybody's mind. Like, Well, let me tell you the, the best way to do it is to actually use video. So if you go, if you put yourself on Google alerts for video or you go to YouTube and type it in or whatever, and I type in Las Vegas real estate market, there's a way you can actually set up a little alert on Google that'll tell you every time there's a new video about the Las Vegas real estate market. Yeah. Well, video, Google loves, the you all of us love video i mean as a general consumption so you could go take a three minute video five minute video ten minute video whatever it is you can actually with the share license on youtube you can legally embed it on your website with a quick button not hard there's yeah. all kinds of ways to make it easy and then you have a little call to action button right underneath that says find out what your home is worth that's how you get the seller leads and right. then you have um your addition you watch the video and now you say i love when jim said such and such such and such and and now here's my whatever so now you're 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 helping jim because you're sharing his video and you're promoting him don't do this with another real estate agent you're competing with your own market like i'm not going to take somebody in my market and use their video because now they're going to be the ones that get the leads but i'll i'll use the mayor or the news publications or you know any of that kind of stuff i mean the news is always broadcasting on real estate like daily yes. you can take that put it in there and then give your expert input and then you never have to think about what content do i need to create you you could just be inspired by what you're seeing already come out it doesn't even have to be in your own market it can be national news and then you could tie it into your local market yeah, Suzanne also says she's interested in learning how to develop content for her pharma research consulting business. 
what's cool about my outdesk is we've been branching out. So whether you're in real estate or mortgage or title and you're listening, we, we've, we, we're helping a lot of different businesses now. But I, I just want to, Suzanne, I think uh, first register, get the free download. It'll ha- give you some ideas. But I think earlier in the call, Lori, we talked about it. Find, figure out who you're serving, what market you're going after, figure out what their problems are, and then write content to address their, their, their concerns. Yeah, even deeper in that. If you really want to rank well right now, the more laser targeted you could go, the better. So I would look at, if I were consulting with somebody today, a real estate agent wanting to rank for seller listings, I would say, tell me about your market. Tell me about your average um, customer. How old are they? Are they empty nesters? Are they young parents? Are they college kids? Are they moving into your town? Or are they, were they, did they, were they raised there? Because the way you talk to somebody that's moving to Las Vegas, or if we're talking about sellers, obviously they live there. The way I talk to maybe um, somebody that's moving up to downsize, you know, yeah. somebody moving, it's going to sell their house in Vegas because they're going to move to Florida. It's going to be different than the, the, the little mom and the, the smaller families and what's important to them because they might be moving, they're moving up now around a school zone. So if that were the case, I would say, let's talk about school zones. Let's right. build a whole bunch of content around school zones because you're going to attract these these people they are going to be buyers for that school zone have a house to sell first because they're moving up. It's a different conversation. It's a, right. it's a really specific target. Homes on the water, historic homes, Victorian homes. I mean, I would go as laser targeted as you can first and then go out wide from there. That's awesome. We've got another question from Facebook. What is your advice to rank up in Google SEO amidst all the other information and content out there? Um, that's good because we're going into tools right now. So Lori, let's talk because we use for my outdesk a different tool and you use another one. So we'll be able to have a quick conversation about how to actually rank for SEO. Once you've created that custom content, you know, what are the tools to make sure it was the right content and my ranking is going to increase. So talk through a little bit of that. Yeah, you actually want to make sure you're using the tools first before creating the content because you want it. What I do, one of the tools I use, and I, I I'd love to give you a link they could use at some point. But um, one of the tools I use actually has a, and I think you said you've used one too that has a competitive analysis in it. Well, mine yes. is content competitive analysis, where I, let's just say I want to rank for the term Las Vegas zip codes, okay, right. and I type that into this. Um, tool, it shows me who all my competitors are, how long their content is, how many words they've written, what their primary keywords are. And then it gives me this little bit of a map that says, okay, if you want to rank in the top 10, this is probably what you need to include. This is, these are some of the things that there's a correlation between these top ranking things. This is probably where you want to go. Or free, you go to Google and you do what I said and you type in you know, what are the Las Vegas zip codes? And then you look at the people also ask box and those are where you start building things on. So you can do paid tools. You can use free tools. Quora.com is another free, um, go find out all the questions that people are asking. But then on the back end of it, after you create your content, these tools will evaluate, they'll make suggestions, they'll tell you if you have broken links, they'll tell you, you know, you should be putting in pictures, you need to use video, you're, 
you know, make your description longer. They're kind of giving you all these best practices for, and then we can even go deeper and deeper. There's click-through rate and all kinds of things once you get more advanced that will help you rank up once you start ranking at all. This is good. Um, and, and I want to respect the fact that you want to help our people. So I'm going to share real quick. And hopefully if you're on a small device, um, go to myoutdesk.com forward slash Lori Ballin. And if you do, um, once you register, we'll make sure that you get Lori's tools in addition. So we'll make sure that, that we're giving away the tool and what you've used to be successful. Again, it's myoutdesk.com forward slash Lori Ballin. Um, it's really important um, for you to do that. And while I have you guys here, this is the giveaway. So it's, I want to make sure we're giving you uh, 16 topics that are hot, that are the things that you need to know. And then as well as the process of putting together a blog. So Lori gave us her process. So you're going to get that as a tool. And then we've got the repurpose system, which we'll talk about in just a second um, to, you know, basically help you guys. So when you go there, you're getting a, a guide, the tool, the system, um, and everything you need to make sure that this is going to be something you can focus on for, for the, for the coming years. Um, Lori, what's the kind of leverage you use around? I mean, obviously you use our virtual assistants, but in that process for everybody, let's talk about the experts that you might use if you were getting started. Like you talked a little bit about a writer. Do you need a designer? Do you, I mean, what, what other people do you need on your team? No, um, you want to have a good website to start off with that you're going to be blogging on. Now, you could be one of those people that goes and blogs on um, medium.com or some other kind of channel that you're just going to do all your blogging on a third-party platform. The drawback is back to renting versus owning. You're now building the SEO for somebody else. Don't do so, that. It's a much better strategy to build up your own, own your own website, get your own content, build up your own SEO, and lease websites of any kind you don't own. If you have a lease and outside of hosting, you're renting a website, you don't own it. So all those content you're investing and spending money on and designing, if, if that relationship goes away, so does all your SEO. So that's scary. So I'm a WordPress girl myself um, as far as oh. building that. So you want oh, to- WordPress girl, I like that. I'm a WordPress girl. So start off with a good platform. Yep. And um, I, don't, I don't use a ton of people anymore in the process because software has gotten so good. Okay. Um, and I, I do, there are certain things that I will do myself. There's other things I will leverage out. So the only content anymore- that I personally am sitting there writing are pa more passion pieces, something that I know I'm the authority on. This I'm really motivated by. I'm going to, you know, I can do that. Um, I leverage the use of video, like I mentioned earlier, to create a video and then have it transcribed and turn into blog. I now did just hire, and I'm betting that you have somebody that can do stuff like this too, but I did just bring on an intern from a college that's going to help take all my videos. So when I, because I, I can make so many in a day, I upload it. He's now optimizing the title, the description, the tags, the thumbnail, the end screen, the info card, and then our dynamic automated funnel that doesn't cost extra, or maybe a little bit, we use Zapier. It automatically sends the video to, to my um, software that does the transcription, and then I get an email when that transcription is done, and we can go put that in. That's a virtual assistant that would then take the content and put it onto the website. And then we yep. have a virtual assistant optimize it based on the giveaway we're giving you that has that little 
formula. It's, it's a formula. Yeah. It's repeat. It's duplicatable. Just do the same thing every time, and you don't have to. I, I'm the one that had to do the hard part, and that was figuring it all out. And now you have a formula. You, you don't have to guess. It's, it's perfect. It is the perfect formula for mobile, for, for the user, for engagement, for interaction. Um, so I'm primarily using mostly software. I do own a marketing company, um, but they mostly develop the website and build the database. And um, if I do want specific content, I'll go to them and say, hey, I want you, I want like, right now I'm ranking for all the gyms in Las Vegas because January is a new year. And I want to continue to show Google that I'm the local specialist. So writing about weight loss and gyms and all that in Vegas yep. is smart as a real estate agent. And right. so I go to them and say, hey, this is what I want. I want a 3,000 word article and I want you to list every gym in Las Vegas and just follow my formula and, you know, or I could go to a ghostwriter if I wanted to go to a ghostwriter for that stuff. So luckily you don't actually need any, you don't need employees to do any of this anymore. And virtual assistants to me are one of my favorites because subcontractors, I don't have to pay their payroll. You know, we just have our, you take care of all that stuff. We just train them and plug and play and they don't write for me, but they definitely can follow all of the other processes. That's interesting. We had a question. Um, what's the most effective way to post local market statistics for your area? This is my favorite thing that we do actually. So if I, if, if you were to ask me, whoever that was, good question. Whoever, if you were to ask me what one thing should everybody go do if they were to start blogging, and I would say do a monthly real estate market report is the very first thing that you do. Yep. And if you need to do it on a video or audio and then have a transcribe, that's fine. Um, and this is something that my company actually does is market reports, but it's only because they saw how successful it was when I did them. So yep. I started off by having an agent on my team because I don't actually go out and sell real estate anymore, so I can't talk about it super intelligently. And so I had an agent on my team pull up a whiteboard and write down how many single family homes, how many condos, how many whatever. And he would kind of break down, is it a seller's market? Is it a buyer's market? What do you need to know? He wouldn't just say the data, he would interpret the data as a specialist, right? Then we turned that into written content with a little screenshot of the single family homes and all of that. And now I think we've gotten more to where it's just pre-written and we get a monthly um, report from the title company or from MLS or we can log in and get it. And we just do that. We list out, here's what you're looking at. We always say, is it a buyer's market or seller's market? And then we always say, here's what you need to know if you're a buyer. Here's what you need to know if you're a seller. You know, just kind of interpreting the data. And then we rank number one, we're, we're top for that. And we get seller listings from that same article, from those same, because guess what sellers want to know? What's happening with the real estate market? Huh. Even if they're thinking about a year from now, 18 months, two years from now, they're following what's going to happen, what's happening in the real estate market. So I put a home valuation offer on every one of those pages. Yeah, I've got another, an interesting question and I have a follow-up. Um, do you include like an IDX feed, like an MLS search into your websites? And is that something that you suggest people do for real estate if they're looking to generate sellers through SEO? I do. And I think it's worth the 69 bucks or whatever it is you're going to pay to have it on there because sellers do sell CMAs. They want to, one, they want to see you're an authority in real estate. And if you don't have real estate on your website, that kind of doesn't look so great. Um, 
it also is good for SEO. It tells Google you're about real estate. So it's still reading all of those widgets, understanding that they are real estate related. So it still has SEO value. Right. And sellers come in as buyers. Oftentimes, we even have a campaign that we built specifically when somebody registers to look at homes, one of our text auto dialer things says, are you actually interested in selling? And right. it's amazing how many real estate agents don't ask the buyers. And a lot of these either have a house to sell and they're coming on as buyers and they haven't thought about selling yet because they want to see what they can afford first. So right. they be a listing. Right. Or they're trying to do a self-CMA. Well, let me just go look at what's in my neighborhood. Everybody does that. I live in Summerlin. I want to sell a four-bedroom house next to Palo Verde High School with a pool. Let me go on this website and look at four-bedroom houses in Summerlin next to Palo Verde High School with a pool. Your right. forced registration has them register and you're thinking they're a buyer but they're probably a seller. So if you have, so yes, I, ha I like to have both. That's awesome. And then what do you put in terms of a database when you're collecting somebody's, like if they sign up for an IDX feed or a home valuation, or you know, they see an article and they, do you gate that content ever or is it always open? And then if, it's, if it is gated any part of your website, what's the CRM follow-up situation that you typically use? It's not, it's not gated other than like when, find out what your home is worth. They have to enter the info to get their home valuation. So that could be considered gated, but we're not gating content that if you really think about it, everything is on the web. So it's like, what could you possibly be writing that's so good that it would have to be gated somebody wants to register for? So things have changed, times have changed. They used to all register for any free report or PDF or whatever, not so much anymore. So for right. me, after testing and measuring all the different tools and tricks and items of value for a buyer, it's IDX, for a seller, it's home value. That's right. what they want. So I'll give them everything else for free, but I'm going to make those two offers and that's what they're going to register for. Perfect. Well, guys, um, this is it. We've, we've been together almost an hour already. Lori, you've given a ton of value and I want to thank everybody who kind of hung out. Again, I know your time is valuable. If you need more of it, please register, get a consultation. We want to help you win. Um, we help people grow businesses or save time. Those are the two things that we do here at My Outdesk. My name is Daniel. This is Lori Ballin, and it's been amazing. Thank you so much for your time. Get on our website, grab our free giveaway, and we're going to help, I promise. Lori, thanks again for being here. Thank you. It was my pleasure.